Let's go for it. All right, guys, you know when I say this is over? Well, it was not over. So there's so much more content because life is a never-ending story. And you know what's a never-ending story? Love. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's so cheesy. I love it. I love it. All aboard, my bold and beautiful wanderers. Welcome to Your Odyssey Awaits. It's a podcast about a single 27-year-old woman who likes to give useful advice about how to create your own travel plans, but staying reasonable within your budget, the ins and outs of traveling, as well as telling the tales of my highs and my lows about my past experiences. I'm your host, Adi Izigwe, and I welcome y'all to this journey. So this is probably going to be a bonus episode because I can't make my show an hour, over an hour long. I can, <laughs> but I know attention spans will not work with me. So until then, bonus episode of what it's like to plan your wedding in another country. First things first, is it more, is it less expensive than American weddings? So if you want to do a legal ceremony in New South Wales, which is the state that we got married in that it's the state that is that Sydney is in. It is more expensive to do a civil wedding there than it is here. Okay. So I know. So that's something. Um, So just a little bit of context. If you wanted to go, I only know like LA prices. I don't know what it is like over in Houston or even here in Las Vegas. Although in Vegas, I'm sure it's really cheap, you know, because we have the drive by. God bless Vegas. (laughs) Yes. So I know when I last looked into civil weddings in, in California and LA, you could pay like $35 to get married in a courthouse. To do that in Australia, it costed, it would cost over 400 Australian dollars to get married in a courthouse. That is close to 300 US dollars (laughs) just to do the civil wedding. So what we decided to do is that we decided to, because initially we wanted to like elope. That, that's why we were looking into it. Like, As oh, well, everybody wants to because it's so stressful and painful in your wallet and your soul. <laughs> well, what we ended up doing was that, well, if it's going to be so expensive just to do a civil wedding, we might as well have a mini wedding. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we will, we will do some sort of vow renewal or something here, obviously when it is safe to do so. but um until then we have our wedding in australia so what we did i planned my wedding in six weeks oh he proposed to me on june 5th which is our dating anniversary we got married on july 20th which was six weeks later what what, and the rush no (laughs) like there wasn't really a reason we were like why not let's just do it and because you know how in america here you can elope like you can wake up tomorrow and be like I'm going to go get married and you can go to the courthouse and get married. Uh Well, in Australia, it doesn't work like that. You have to give a minimum one month's notice to whoever (laughs) your officiant is before you get married. And, you know, I I, I see the pros behind this. Never mind. I kind of get why they do it, but still. It prevents Vegas weddings from happening pretty much. That's the most memorable ones. That's where all the good (laughs) stories come from. That's where movies are based on. The corny ones. It it prevents it prevents that it prevents stuff like the hangover from ha- well no the hangover was not a, a spontaneous one what happens in Vegas that that's the movie yeah yeah it prevents stuff like that from happening okay but anyway so that's why that's why we that's why we had such a weird timeline like 
it wasn't we, that we got married in a week, but it wasn't six months either. We got married in six weeks. And the total wedding cost was probably about a thousand US dollars. Nice. How many how many so, do you have? Between thirty and forty. Yeah, not not bad. Yeah. We really like scrapped it because you know I was even though I was working full time, like I said, I was the only one working, my husband wasn't. So it was really a community effort how we did our wedding. And we found, you know, we had to find an officiant. So we found this guy who was able to marry us. I think his cost was like 400 Australian dollars, which is the amount that it would cost for us to go to a courthouse and just do it where it's just us and a witness. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, cool. Good deal. And then we got married at this Aboriginal nature reserve. Oh, really? That sounds awesome. Yeah. It was because it was a free, it was free. We were, we were allowed to go there because it was free. And it's so funny because we got married in the middle of July, which when you think of July, you think, oh, it's hot. It's summer. Well, it was the middle of winter. Wait, what? I, f- I forget how weather works in other countries. What? <laughs> yes, because Australia is in the Southern Hemisphere. It's the opposite. Okay. So my, when my, you te- look- my, my Texas brain was blowing up, <laughs> imploding on me. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So when you look at our wedding photos, you, it was rainy. It was really nice lighting. It was gloomy, but it was so nice. In July. In July. <laughs> in the middle of winter, even though when you're in America, it's summer. So that was interesting. And um, yeah, so we, we got married at this Aboriginal Nature Reserve and we had the reception at a friend's house. And so she was kind enough to like host us at her house and everyone pitched in. I, I pretty much like I had everyone helping me. So like, so a friend did my bouquet. That was her wedding gift for me. So I didn't have to pay for a bouquet. Oh, another friend did I'm my smart. flower crown. So that was her wedding gift to me. I didn't have to pay for that either. That's gorgeous. Someone did their makeup, did my makeup just cause, um, you have some I, really good and well-rounded friends. Yeah, I was like really, I was so touched. I was like, oh my gosh. I need a flower crown friend and a makeup friend. I had someone made make our wedding cake. You know, we didn't have to pay for that. Like Baker she, friend. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, what the kind of cakes you think of when you think of wedding cakes, but Cake still, is cake is cake. Cake is cake. Yeah, exactly. We, I got my wedding dress for $100. So super cheap. I still have it. I don't think I fit into it anymore, but I still have it. (laughs) And yeah, like we were able to make it really affordable. It was so much fun. One of my husband's friends, he gave us a chicken on our wedding day. What? what? I don't know. What is this? Is it a custom or a joke? Is the chicken still with y'all? It it? was kind of a joke, but (laughs) it was, I don't know. It was weird because there's like this inside joke between him and my husband of like getting Australian KFC, which by the way, I hate American KFC, but Australian KFC, it's not as greasy, which is the biggest reason why I hate American KFC so much. Um, sorry, anyway, KFC. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like at least one thing that people will try to drag down in my episode. And this week it's KFC, American <laughs> KFC. <sighs> okay. That's good to know. Um, so anyway, they had this inside joke. So he got the chicken as like, hey, I can make you some, I can make you some KFC. 
And if we asked him, he would have actually killed the chicken and made us fried chicken with it. But we're like, no, you can just let it off in the wild. So we just, he just like let it go in the wild. But we took pictures with it, of course, because why not take a picture with your pet chicken on your wedding day? Can you, please, can you please send the picture of you and your husband and the, and the chicken? That just, that'd be. I will, I will send you a picture of that. Thank, thank to you. To accompany this that's, that's a wedding photo that really will get the audience going. Oh, <laughs> It was how long did the chicken last? I'm just we only like he presented it to us. It was it was really weird. He presented it to us in like a picnic basket. <laughs> and then there's pictures of my reaction. I was like, oh my gosh. And I think after we took pictures with it and after some of our guests took pictures with it, you know, he just like let it off in the wild. So Aw. Good wild chicken. I'm, pr- I'm yeah. happy for it. So my, my vegan listeners will be very happy to hear this happy. Oh, ending. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah. And, and instead of having a photo booth, we just, we, I had a Polaroid already and we just right. bought a bunch of film on eBay because Amazon didn't become a thing in Australia until we left. What, what, what? Like Amazon didn't ship to Australia or if it did, you just had to pay a lot like high shipping. Like Amazon prime was not a thing in Australia. Huh. So people would get stuff off of eBay. Damn. That is that is so dated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we bought a bunch of um Polaroid film on eBay and then we had our guests take pictures and some of them, you know, they, some of them took it home and then other others we also kind of use it as the guest book. So we have like a, a photo album thing of like all of the Polaroids, so that's really cute. Oh. And yeah, so we like really went budget with it. And then when we came back to America, I I looked up, okay, so, you know, we're both American citizens. We got married in Australia, but we're from America. So when we were moving back here, I was looking up to see if our marriage would be considered valid in California because some in some states in the US depending on the country you get married in your your marriage not might not be considered valid so you might have to like get remarried legally oh, in the US and stuff so pretty much what it said was that if in Cal- in the state of California if your marriage is legal in the country that you got married in then it's legal here okay so what that means is that unfortunately so like in australia same-sex marriage is not legal so that means if like you had like a ceremony in australia it wouldn't be considered valid in america because it's not legal in australia (sighs) jesus yeah so that that's just something to keep in mind um so when you get married if you are an american getting married or even if you're not american getting married in a country that's not your own country and your spouse is also not from that country you're getting married in just be sure to look at that so you don't have to accidentally pay for another wedding in your home country or wherever good to know and i'm trying to think if there's anything else but oh yeah right now i'm in the process of changing my last name so i never legally changed my last name to my married name because when I got married, I was living in another country and then we moved here and, you know, you'd, I would have to change my social security, my social security card, my driver's license, my passport, all that stuff. And my passport wasn't expiring until it doesn't expire till 2023. So I was like, and this was 2017. So I was like, no, I still have so much time. 
I'm not going to change it yet. Well, now we're living in Nevada and not California anymore. So I said, well, if I'm going to have to get a new driver's, um, a new driver's license, I might as well get a new name. Like I might as well change my name (laughs) and, and just put my married name on my driver's license, change my passport since we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So I'm not going to use it. (laughs) And, and like get a new social security card and all of that. So now the pain, terrible. yeah, it, it's the one thing that I wasn't looking forward to. So now the thing is, is that the problem about getting married abroad in a situation like this is that, and I didn't know this. So if you're any of your listeners want to get married in Australia and they're American, please listen to this. I, the wedding certificate that we had is legal, but if you go to the DMV here, they don't count it. You have to get like an official certificate from the like managing authority, like the legal authority that manages like marriages and stuff in in the country you got married in. Even though our wedding certificate is a legal document and stuff like that, it we tried to go to the DMV to get the real ID last year. They wouldn't accept it. And so now what I have to do is I have to apply to get the official document from the Australian marriages, births, and deaths record, whatever that entity is, and they have to send it here. Well, it's COVID, so mail is going to be slower. Two, the USPS is struggling right now. So even when it does get to America, it's going to be a little while. Sorry, boys in blue. And then, and then I have to pay like, I think like 60 or 80 bucks to get it too so it's gonna be a little while before i can that's legally change my name that is that's, that's one downfall so the main downfall here is the dmv is what i'm getting yes <laughs> the downfall is the dmv oh that's a real takeaway guys the dmv will always put a hamper in your hopes and dreams so well, if you if you if any of your listeners decide to get married in another country they need to make sure that they have whatever document that the DMV will accept before they leave said country. Such or else tedious. They're going to be in the same position as me. Such tedious things to think about when you just want to get married somewhere magical. Jesus. I know. I Guys, know. this is what Disney has failed to show us. There's an after, <laughs> after the happily ever after. And it's so tedious and time consuming and it costs money. Oh my God. And it's great to know. It's like, I would love to have like a destination wedding. So I am happy that there's a, another set of responsibilities that I am forced to do unless I just yes. change my name. But that's a conversation that I may or may not get into. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, anything else on the wonders and magic and the distresses of marrying internationally, Chriselle? No, not at the moment. I mean, it's always a great story to tell people. Oh, yeah, I, I got married in Australia. No big deal. Like, what? <laughs> Something right. you can just throw in there. There you go. All right, guys. This was a short but sweet mini bonus ode. Uh, once again, Chriselle, I know we talked before. And I thank you again for sticking around even longer to talk to me again about one of the happiest days of your life. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me talk about it. It was an experience. And I think it's not something people talk about enough. Like 
it is being not. getting married abroad not to someone from the country you're getting married in. Yeah, like the logistics are behind is like it's the last thing in my mind right now, especially this is an educational moment. And yes. I'm really just happy overall that the chicken got to go off into the wild. I really hope it's living its best life. And if it's gone, it got to live a life before <laughs> its life ended. Naturally. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting too much time in this chicken. All right. People everywhere, thank you again. This is very short. So, of course, it's more digestible for y'all. So, that's it. We will talk again. Chriselle, it was a pleasure once more. I hope we have a good night. Thank you. You too. You too, Odie. <laughs> thank you all for joining me on this week's episode of Your Odyssey Awaits. As promised, I listed the resources and recommendations down in the description of each episode of the podcast to serve as a guide for your future travel planning. Now, if you want to commit to a weekly dose of sage advice with a side of chuckles, you are welcome to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred directory. And hey, if you have a friend or family member that needs that extra push to kickstart their wanderlust, feel free to share this podcast with them. No need to keep me a secret. All right, my bold and beautiful wanderers, the adventure continues next week. Get some needed rest until then and be prepared for whatever nonsense comes our way. 